Rockwired Sound in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places, this is Rockwired Radio Profiles with your host, Brian Lush, exclusively at rockwired.com. Today, Rockwired gives it up for Chino XL and Rama Duke and their take on the Red Hot Chili Peppers classic, Under the Bridge. Stick around for more. Rockwired Radio Profiles is powered by Rockwired Media LLC, a limited liability company. Please stand by. Welcome to the latest edition of Rockwired Radio Profiles, exclusively at rockwired.com. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and the music is out there. And if you heard that intro, that was quite a mouthful, but it's but, but it's everything that's happening on this show today. We've got two fantastic artists, one hip-hop, one rooted in hard rock, but they both come together to bring back a classic, and that classic is the song from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge, which was a huge massive hit in 1992 for all the right reasons. It was a great song with a great message. And we've got two artists, Chino XL and uh, Rama Duke, who've brought the song back to life with the help of 1520 Entertainment. And uh, we had a, we had the opportunity to speak to both of those artists regarding the new release. And you're going to be hearing that interview in just a few minutes. But first, here is Chino XL and Rama Duke with Under the Bridge. Left me and it tore me apart, my God. You could hear the scar tissue shatter inside of my heart. The same 
twist that saved me from the abyss of the dark. Became my muse and assisted me with my twisted art. Her thorn sharp. I'm the rose petal that fell from its pedestal. Unbearable God witnesses. The frozen princesses couldn't let it go. The interruption of a king. My slim heroine's grin. Taught me that I had even more to lose than everything. She kills suffering. She's too good to be true. They want to take my interest from syringes, but I'm stick with you. I That was Chino XL and Rama Duke with Under the Bridge. And you can check out the music video for that song right here at rockwired.com. And for more information on the song and these two artists, you can check out 1520entertainment.com or you can check out Rama Duke and uh, Chino XL's official Facebook pages. Links to both of those sites can be found right here at rockwired.com. Rockwired had a chance to speak with Chino XL. Cell and Rama Duke regarding Under the Bridge, and here's how the interview went. You know, and I've got to say to both of you, great work on this single. You know, it's a song, you know, that I that, that I grew up with, and it's just, you know, really interesting to hear it give, given this new life from the both of you. And I want to ask each of you, how do you feel about the work you've just put out there with this, with Under the Bridge and the video? I'm I love it. I'm I, I'm fully behind it, and um, you know, it, it. I think it's it's a great uh, start to to what we have to offer. Um, yeah, we're 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 just really excited about it. What what do you think? You know, um, I, I literally haven't been this excited about a record that I was part of in a really long time, and I probably have a literally five hundred releases in the last three years. You know. <laughs> Like I'm really, really excited about this. Um, it uh, it really came out better than my greatest expectation. Um, I, I shouldn't be so surprised because you're talking about master craftsmen from Gary Novak on the drums to it being a, a, an amazing composition to begin with that we made an interpolation of. 
Um, I consider myself a master of what I do. Rama's voice can shatter the glass in the booth if she lets it. <laughs> I mean, you know, Jared is an amazing producer and arranger, so I shouldn't be so surprised. But, you know, sometimes a concoction can be overproduced, underproduced, or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing on every level, man. I'm really, really proud of it. And it really sounds like the like the label fifteen twenty entertainment is really behind this thing. It's out, yeah. You know, and from what I'm reading, it's sort of like the maiden voyage for this label. So, uh, you know, how does it feel having them in your corner with this? Um, it feels good. It's actually a uh, like a co-op thing between us and them. And a lot of the things that are over there are are tailor made to launch this song. Um, whether it be making sure that the community uh, that the community is involved with us having partnered up with a uh, at-risk youth program, um, or it be you know making sure this thing is launched at a grassroots thing, you know, people like yourself before you try to you know oversell. So it's really, really, it's a good thing, man. It's almost like you know somebody the other day was saying that the that song having the word bridge in it was a metaphor. Bringing so many great people and great ideas together. And 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 what, what, what did the song, the original song, but from nine from ninety two, mean to each of you before tackling this? Well, well, for me, um, it was one of my favorite songs, and uh, I was signed to Rick Rubin, an American at the time, who produced the, the record. That's right. That's right. And um, so, like my my first promo picture of me and Rick on the steps or whatever when I was like, you know, 18, we were on the steps of the ground of the, uh, of the house that had the studio in it where they actually created it. So they would have created it maybe, hmm, a couple years before it or whatever. But I just remember it, it, it being out and being close to it and just thinking about how amazing it was. Um, it's just a, I, I love the way that it was all operatic at the end. Right. And yeah, man, I always liked it. It was extremely unique and kind of quirky and, and, and across so many different genres, like like the, like the Chili's do. And um, and then hearing the song about... Also, the amazing thing about the song is the way that they have the music, right? And then I guess whatever lyrics they had weren't working or they didn't have any. And Rick is thumbing through Anthony Kiedis's poetry book and says, "Why don't you try this?" And it just works, you know. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. So I, I, I've always loved the song, and I mean, it's always applicable. Like, you know, you have a bad day, you're thinking, "Well, I don't want to ever feel like I felt that day." You know, it kind of dog ears a bad day or a dog mo- or a bad moment. Um, I just always have carried the song with me in like a small suitcase in my heart. You know. I mean, I um. You know, I always knew what, what they wrote it about. Um, it was a band that I grew up with that I, um, you know, always read about and loved. Um, and it was, you know, it was kind of just a song that I would listen to when I was just having a bad day. and um, Or, you know, just in the car, just, you know, when the sun was shining in California and you're just really having a good day, too. I mean, it didn't mean anything personally. It was just a great song that I enjoyed, you know, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um and, uh, you know, once I heard Chino's um, interpretation, um, you know, it, it hit, like, more close to home, um, just about addiction and, and um, gosh, 
um, you know, it, 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 it breathed, uh, breathed a different life into it because um, I was going through things myself. But, um, yeah, it didn't really um, mean anything personally to me until we until we did our version of it. Um, it was just a great song that I, you know, loved. You know what the song was about exactly until I read his, until I read Scar Tissue. I didn't know exactly what the, what the song was about, um, partially about addiction. Um, and then when I would listen to it, I didn't really hear it. It still didn't really strike me that it was about addiction, per se. Because the way he had the metaphor um, kind of like buried in there was kind of deep. And then something about Rama's um, version of it, like her phonation on, you know, Under the Bridge Downtown um, is where I felt, you know, her, like the way she said it so clearly and with less like swag than the original, it yeah. really clearly put a light bulb over my head. Like, okay, you know, the metaphor of heroin and heroin is like, this, this is like right in front of my face. And uh, so far, talk about some of the reactions that you guys have received. I mean, when I when I read the the press release for it, you know, it talks about introducing the song to a new generation. Have you guys, you know, come across people who've never heard the original before? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, sadly, yes. I know. I I, I kind of wow. I kind of figured, but go ahead. So tell me more. <laughs> yeah. So. uh you know, somebody's talking about uh, you know how they love the song and uh, um, um, or whatever, and then you kind of like want to tell them like you know this is like bridging generations together, and like the chili's clear that they like the song. Like this is more than even what you think. If this makes sense, like you know this is like uh, somebody remaking Star Wars and it works. You know, yeah. To try to explain what a risk it is, you know, to to try to maneuver anything with such a classic song. You know, we're talking about a classic song that is now played on classic rock stations next to Cashmere and, you know, Airway to Heaven and, you know, Rolling Stones and Beatles. So, you know, a lot of people, um, just to kind of let them know, like, you like it, but it, if you only knew what it has taken to, got, to get to this point. But I, I can tell you firsthand, I am so humbly surprised and just, like, overwhelmed by the reaction because you know it was a risk um it was a risk in many in many ways and you know it's like almost on all sides on all fronts because it kind of multi uh so what i'm looking for multi-genre if that's the word and yeah it is genre has really put up any stops on it just kind of like oh you know we like it over here and we like it over here and uh you know my um my underground lyric fan base likes it and they love rama and it's just really working, man. It's taking wings of its own. And I'm, like I said, you know, from the first question you asked me, is I'm really extremely proud of it. Like, I mean that. And who all did you guys work with for the music video? Because, you know, the, the, the music video also, I think, really adds something to what you guys have created here. Um, well, Rod Dreyfus um, came up with the concept. Um, and, you know, she's just... She's just uh, up and coming, she's been doing a lot of things. Uh, she's just amazing. Um, I mean, everybody was great. I, um, the, the whole, the whole crew, and um, you know, the the the, uh, the the cast was exceptional. The yeah, little boy, like the, yeah, the, the young man who plays the uh, the young lead or whatever, is is just talented beyond his years. 
like for sure just talking to him he was like um super duper intelligent and he worked on, on the set without his mom being there and uh I, I gotta tell you like um um rama and i are pretty strong personalities probably as strong as you can get and we had certain ideas about the video and rod did too the director and she pretty mm -hmm. much convinced us because there's other things that we wanted to do and she was like, you know, this is the interpretation. This is this is going to be a global interpretation that everybody can really feel. And mm. it's kind of like she extrapolated one certain aspect from the song and just expounded on it. And, I mean, I, I have got to say that she was completely right. Because had we had our own way, it probably would have been a lot darker than it is. Mm -hmm. and, and, like, not as... Uh, not as not as reaching, not not as not as uh, universally able for people to be able to relate to it. So her vision was like, I mean, a hundred percent on point, and you know, thank God for her. And thank, I mean, thank God for Jared too. I believe Jared, right, uh, is the one who picked her. He had worked with her before, or something, right, Rama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's great. Yeah, she's I mean, a little firecracker. <laughs> she is serious. Like in that scene when they were talking when the um. When they're, when they're jumping the kid at the end, um, you know, obviously nobody was getting hurt, but she was jumping around like, you beat him like he fucked your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and and we're, we're talking about this. This little woman is probably, like, up to me in Rama's, like, waist. Like, she's a little <laughs> tiny little thing, you know? And then our, at our release party, like, there was some, like, latencies with the video when the overhead projector was on, and everybody's being all cool about it. You know, it's on Melrose, and it's swanky. And she's like, fuck that. What's wrong with this shit? Like, you hear a little voice, and people are trying to restrain her. Like, it's so serious. You know, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully working with her again. Absolutely. And, and, and what about you two? I mean, are there any plans to work together after, you know, this one song? I mean, this, you know, it sounds like, you know, the chemistry is kind of solid between the two of you. It, it absolutely is, and we, we totally see that. And, um, yeah, we're, we're actually in the, in the works of um, doing an EP right now. Um, we'll probably release a few more covers, maybe one more cover, like to solidify our sound. And, um, and right now we're, um, you know, we're coming up with original stuff, and we're really excited working with the, the same guys. And um, I think it's both a chance for us to have an outlet for, for what we really feel and be able to bridge bridge our two genres together. I'm, I just wanted to add that the um, that the um the name of our group is A Bad Day for Sorry. Nice. Nice. And it's, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I remember a time when, you know, crossing over with rock and hip-hop was a lot more common than it is today. And I also want to add that I think it's great that you guys are doing it, you know, because awesome. no one's doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I really didn't even, Brian, like, I didn't even realize that that, 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 that is, that that's what, what we were doing, doing right? Right. <laughs> It's just like know. the only way that I'm going to work with Rama is if it's rock, right? And the only yeah. way Rama's going to really be working with me is if it has the hip-hop element, you know, with the yeah. lyricism in it. So it's kind of like this is, you know, this is the thing. And then uh, all the scratches and all the hip-hop rubs and all the turntablism shit in it is all uh, Jabber, the producer, too. Mm -hmm. So you got, uh, I don't, uh, Rama, you want to mention a musician? Um, yeah, it's uh, Tim, Tim LaFarge um, or Belle Bobayan and Gary Novak. Um, they're just, you know, 
I've been working with them since I was 16. They're they're amazing guys. Um, and, and they got the instrumental so close that people thought it was like a sample, which yeah. makes the dynamics of it so much better. Like when it changes, they're like, wait a minute, you know, there's no instrumental anywhere that, that has that guitar that heavy and those drums. Like, hold on, hold on. So really, for anybody who does know the original, um, it, it keeps so much, uh, it, it has retained so much of the integrity of the mm-hmm. original song that you can tell that we loved it. You know, it's not like somebody trying to, like, hack a song that they don't know Change. about or produce. It's like, oh, listen to this loop, and you just think it's dope and don't know what it is. Like, you can tell that this is like, okay, we know this is someone else's baby that we're babysitting. So let's mm-hmm. make sure that we feed it and do its hair, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and make sure that it's nice and pretty for, the, you know, for the other, for, for, for the parents. So, yeah, man, it, it really came good. And finally, you know, what would each of you like someone to come away with after they hear your version of this song? What's the big idea for each of you, and what would you like to have conveyed to the listener? Uh, you first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always let you go because sometimes I'm long-winded. Okay. So, um, um, I mean, I just, I really like when people are completely honest in their music, or, or in any situation, and um, I feel like Kino really, whatever, you know, whatever he was actually saying, I feel like to a listener, um, you know, it's just the the truth about, like, when you're completely down and out and need something so bad, and it's just the raw version um, that people are afraid to say, and um, I feel like with my vocals as well, it's just... Um, I just want people to, you know, know that there's there's hope and it's good to just get things out and um, you know it's just it's just uh, it's just something where where it's like we understand and we're with you kind of thing you know. However, whatever type of addiction or whoever the person is, um, you know, it's just somebody. It's just two people that have gone through the same thing, you know, connecting. That's that's what I would want people to come off with. Just a connection. And how about you, Chino? Um, that's pretty good, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, for, for me, a, ver- a, a lot of the same. Um, on the on the on the story front and on the on the um on the social front, you know, for uh, you know, on the video, you know, I uh, to be honest, I do a lot of um activism without youth children and you know uh, in a way we're kind of failing our children and there's so many children that are falling through the cracks and i think that we have to really pay attention <laughs> at the, the fundamental level as far as education goes and, and what we're feeding them in school and 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 just you know in the way that time is not con- conducive to you a nine to five parent doesn't have enough time to like get home and actually nurture their child the way that they would want to they have to come home and like do the bare minimum of put of, of making sure the homework is done, and just people just realize that you kind of have to find a space to identify that your child is a little person. You know what I mean? It's not like just a child, and just remember that there's like a little person in there. And um, on a, on the musical front, as far as what we've done, um, that there are no limits, and that good music still can find a place out there, and it could span genres and. Uh, for singers, you know what I mean? You can sing from your heart, like Rama does, and it doesn't matter 
what your complexion is, if you got if you're rock and roll, you're rock and roll, or, or what your gender is, you know what I mean? Uh, for hip hop people, you can write what you want to write. You know what I mean? You can experiment with the patterns. It doesn't have to be this and that. You don't have to. You can rhyme about a subject that matters, that can touch people. You don't have to rhyme about having a big chain and how much money you have. And you know what I mean? There are like real stories to be told, and you can break down barriers. You know, at any time. And as far as the addiction goes, you know, try your best to identify what you spend a lot of your attention on. Because sometimes you, you could be spending your attention on something that is not going to elevate you. For more on Chino XL and Rama Duke and the song Under the Bridge, you can check out 1520entertainment.com or you can check out Rama Duke and Chino XL's official Facebook pages. Links to all three sites can be found right here at rockwire.com. And you can also check out this, the, the video for Under the Bridge right here at this very page. And what the hell, we'll spin it again. Here is Chino XL and Rama Duke with Under the Bridge.
That's going to do it for this edition of Rockwired Radio Profiles. A special thanks goes out to Chino XL and Rama Duke for their time, and a very special thanks goes out to 1520 Entertainment for setting this whole thing up and giving us some great music. For Rockwired, I'm Brian Lush, and remember, keep your eyes forward, never look back, and make it up as you go. Rockwired Radio Profiles is powered by Rockwired Media, LLC, a limited liability company and is available exclusively at rockwired.com. Online radio that rocks.